Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Welcome to episode 53. 53. 5-3. Erin's all decked out in her Santa Claus. It's Christmas time. Christmas in the city. It's Christmas. It's Hanukkah. <laughs> it's Kwanzaa. Happy. That's right. Whatever you celebrate. Happy, happy, happy um, holidays. We hope it is yes. a joyous one um, because we, yes. we all deserve a nice, joyous time. Whatever that looks like for you, we hope it's a good one. And we're going to bring some magic today, too, because I think we're, we're going to be talking about Krampus. Because I'm ready. I got my candy cane car- candle burning. Ooh. Amy's got I'm her ready. orange, her orange, red glasses. Her red glasses. <laughs> I guess thinking of Halloween for a yeah, little bit. Good. I got, I got this ready to go. Yes. of the witch Yule Oracle. We are festive and in the right yes. mood. I will say I tried that. to see if I could get my Santa hat, but I couldn't find it. It wasn't Definitely. close enough. I tried. I tried. Um, welcome. Let's get into some folklore, but also we're going to be talking a little bit about actual paranormal, stay with me now, phenomenon of kids seeing Santa Claus and hearing Santa Claus. And I have a story to share as well about my own experience. Okay. Okay. First, we're going to talk about Santa's evil brother. I don't know if they're brothers, but I like to think of Krampus as like his evil twin. Um, <laughs> um, so Krampus um, is said to be half goat, half demon. If you remember, we talked to, to, about him um, and how it's celebrated uh, in, in different parts of Europe. So he's a half goat, half demon, and he comes in and he's dragging chains behind him. Um, he also is said to bring birch sticks specifically with him uh, and said to, said to swat naughty children. Um, so if you guys want to scare your kids a little bit, you can tell them that Krampus is coming with some birch sticks. Um, yeah, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Um, Krampus is part of the Christmas tradition in Germany. So it's said to where this sort of originated from. Um, Krampus in folklore shows up December 5th. This is known as, and I apologize to my German friends, uh, Krampus Krampus Nacht, or or Krampsu, Krampsu Night. Uh, Or did I, is that a spelling error? That could be Krampus Night. Uh, The next day... (laughs) Okay, so on December 5th, it's like Krampus night or Krampus na. <laughs> and then the next day, look at me trying to like, you're trying to know how I pronounce German. <laughs> um, so the next day, December 6th is known as Nicholas Da, or St. Nicholas Day. So this would be the time um, uh, traditionally when children would look outside their door to see if a shoe or boot that they left out the night before contains either a reward or a gift from St. Nick or a rod from Krampus for bad behavior. So instead of coal, we've got rods. Not too sure when we started to switch over to coal. Like maybe that's when I don't know, Catholicism kind of came into play um, or the church came in. 
Um, I thought it was interesting. I'm just going to read this from Na National Geographic on that note um, of the church. So they say this, so it's where I got some of my information on Krampus. So it says Krampus's frightening presence was suppressed for many years. The Catholic church forbade uh, the celebrations and fascists in World War II Europe found Krampus despicable because it was considered a creation of the social Democrats. So, yeah, I was like, oh, political ties here. Interesting. Okay. Makes makes sense, though. Um, so he was kind of forgotten about it. But I feel like Krampus has made kind of a resurgence um, uh, as we, like, kind of go into uh, the, um, oh, my gosh, um, <laughs> present day a little bit more. Um and uh, in Europe, parts of Europe, again, he celebrated by uh, people dressing up as this demonic creature, running around and scaring people. Um, and of course, we're seeing a little bit more. We talked about <laughs> the U.S. movie Krampus, um, which is is a good time just <laughs> to watch if you're interested in something a little spooky around the holidays. I don't know why. I don't know, Amy, if you feel this way. I love scary Christmas movies. Like, do you like no. Noe? There's... I'm not a scary movie fan. Oh, okay. Okay. In general. But my teen has asked me repeatedly if I will watch Krampus with her. Oh, really? Maybe I will. I'll come over and watch it with her. Mm -hmm. It's not that scary. It's okay. not that scary. Yeah. It's it's, it's okay. more spooky. Yeah, it's more spooky and there's some humor to it too. It's pretty it's it's got like some funny comedic relief elements, which I always okay. appreciate in a scary movie. Mm -hmm. Um Okay, so that's that's Krampus in a nutshell, and I just wanted to touch on him a little bit more. Um, but this one kind of uh, I get I get personally excited about because I've had when I was a kid an experience that I couldn't explain, and I remember talking to my parents about it, and they just chalked it up to me being like, "Oh, you're a kid; it's just your imagination at play." Yeah. So I'll get into my experience, but I'm going to talk a little bit about, stay with me, okay? But <laughs> we we talked a little bit about, Amy, well, we've talked a lot about, about how thought creates, okay? that And this has come up quite a bit. Yeah. Like we can manifest our own reality. So if thought creates, yeah. and we're talking about things on a collective level, level like we talked about previously with, in the last episode about retrograde right? Where yeah. we think, you know, maybe, oh, it's become this like uh, spooky thing in itself because a lot of people associate retrograde with like chaos in some sense, right? So therefore, okay. I believe the chaos will happen. Therefore, this that explains these like chaotic things, okay? Right. Um, there are people um, that believe that Santa Claus is that um that santa claus um himself could be considered a tulpa so we talked i think we brought tulpas up a little bit mm -hmm. the tulpas are basically thought forms um right. manifested some paranormal researchers also think that um and we talked a little a bit about this as well when we brought up the Philip experiment that happened here mm -hmm. in Toronto where they created this like ghost. So some people think if you go into a building, you think bad spirit, spooky spirits here. Yeah. The more people that go in thinking bad spirit, spooky, you're kind of creating that that yes. energy. And that and mm -hmm. I think that's happened. I really definitely believe that 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 could explain maybe some of these paranormal events yeah. that people are experiencing, that it's not yeah. so much 
somebody that lived a physical life that it's people creating this. Um, so that's kind of what some people believe that Santa Claus is. Um, what do you think about that, Amy? Do you feel like Santa Claus could be a tulpa? Do you think there's something to it? It's interesting. Yeah, like my gut instinct, I know this is like very off topic and I won't get too much into it, but I have expressed like my interest in religion before. Mm-hmm. Stay with me. My idea of like that Jesus was a real person. Yes. But he also, you know, represented and is an archetype in a sense yes. for you know, the human condition and like evolution and and what we should be to each other. And so I think of Santa Claus a little bit like that. I do something in me kind of makes me feel as if there would have been an actual person that may have, you know, had that spirit about them that may have gifted things to people. But well, I think that that's where Santa Claus did come through. Hang on. Let me just take a quick, I, I think that you're right. God, Aaron. Like I think that was a real person, but I also think the reason this stayed with us and became what it is is because it's um it's kind of like an archetype for us, right? Like it's a um it's a it's a representation, like a manifestation of the human spirit in some way, and to be giving and jolly and kind and giving and all of the things that Santa represents for us. And I think it's just like you know, yeah, like, yeah. So what I. Think. Here on history.com, you're right. Um, it says that the legend of Sa- Santa Claus can be traced back hundreds of years um, to a monk named St. Nicholas. Um, and it is believed, right. and I'm reading from the site, it is believed that Nicholas was born sometime around 2080 AD in Padera near Myra in modern Turkey. Ah, okay. go away. So something just popped up on my Pop screen. Ups. Yeah. Um, so in, in modern day Turkey, much admired for his, um, his kindness, St. Nicholas became the subject of many legends. It is said that he gave away all of his inherited wealth and traveled the countryside, helping the poor and sick. So it says one of the best known St. Nicholas stories is the time he saved three poor sisters from being sold into slavery or prostitution by their father. And he provided them with a dowry so that they could be married. Um, so and then they go on to say that over the years, uh, Nicholas's popularity spread and he became known as the protector of children and sailors. Um, and so his feast day is celebrated on the anniversary of his death, which is December 6th, which is why we have St. Nicholas Day, which I've just talked about with, with Krampus. Krampus is Saint December 5th, and then St. Nicholas Day is at December 6th. Interesting. Really, really cool. So uh, it's like the light in the dark almost a little bit. Yes. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Yes. And there's also this tie with the Salvation Army um, on here that says that uh, the Salvation Army has been sending Santa Claus clad donation collectors in the st- into the streets since the 1890s. Okay. And then Santa Claus came to New York, comes to New York in the um, end of the 18th century. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so it definitely has, like, evolved into this, like, archetype that, you know, yeah. associated now with, with Christmas, right? With, with mm-hmm. um, And with giving. That's where yeah. it really came about. So that's really, really cool. Um, but then there's also that, like, 
um, supernatural element to Santa Claus, right? That he has a sleigh and he uses it to travel exactly. to hundreds of children across the world and he gives gifts to everybody, right? Um, his, his bag is like this big, but if it's the world's population of children's gifts in there, he's magic, right? He's magic. He comes down <laughs> your magic. chimney. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this kind of came to me again, cause I was inspired by a podcast that I listened to, um, where they talked about, there's actual stories of people experiencing Santa Claus, um, the essence or the energy, I guess, of, of Santa Claus or his, maybe his tulpa, tulpa form, yeah. tulpa Santa. Um, I tried so hard and I kept telling you, I'm going to have an EVP. So an EVP, it stands for electronic voice phenomenon for our listeners who might not be aware. And it's, it's that which you record on audio and you, when you're recording it, you're not hearing it in, in the physical space, but it's captured just on, on audio. Yeah. There is a clip or is a recording. I swear to God of Greg and Dana Newkirk. We just talked about them. I remember seeing it. I don't know. However, many few years ago, um, if you want to do a deep dive, if you can find it, please let me know. But there is an EVP of somebody coming through as the Santa Claus on it. Mm. And it sounds like Santa Claus. Um, yeah. So there's there's that. that I, you know, who knows? Maybe it's a trickster spirit saying, I'm Santa Claus, which you know, very well could be. Um, but mm. I thought that was pretty cool. So I, I did try really, really hard to find it, but I could not find it. Um <laughs> I wanted to share some stories that I found too um, of people who have experienced Santa Claus sightings. Um, yep. There is a gentleman by the name Steve of uh, Stephen Wagner, okay. um, and he has been collecting stories. He has a website, and it's is about it's like www.liveabout.com/slash Santa Claus sightings. Um, some of his stories go back all the way to the seventies. He's been collecting store or sorry, the sixties. Um, and he's been collecting stories of this phenomenon. Um, one article that I found said that one boy said he saw red lights in the sky. And when he looked up, it looked like Santa's sleigh and he could mm -hmm. hear the bells. So that's as like detailed as you get like that, you know, sounds like UFO, right? Kind of phenomenon. Mm -hmm. Um, so there is a story uh, in this, and I'm going to read the story, how it's written from um, the website liveabout.com. Um, there's quite a few on there. I just picked two, and then I'm, I'll talk about my own experience. Yes. Um, Memphis, this happened in Memphis, Tennessee, um, so 1980s, and then something again came up in 2009. So this, this person says, I grew up in a suburb of Memphis, Tennessee in the 1980s. I was eight or nine years old. My parents and I were coming home from a Christmas party on Christmas Eve. When we pulled up in the driveway, we saw Santa Claus in a sleigh hovering above our house. All we could hear were sleigh bells. The sleigh was illuminated so that we could see Santa, says in full outfit in the sleigh. I remember seeing reindeer, but I don't know how many there were. Santa waved at us and flew off in the sleigh says, I know, I'll never forget it, and I'll never forget my dad's face of total shock. He was an air traffic controller, and when he went back to work after the holidays, he asked about it, and nothing came up. 
So maybe like trying to kind of explain yeah, away, was there some dude yeah. dressed as Santa going around? Was there something in the sky that maybe at my mind was playing tricks on me? Then fast forward to 2009 when this um, person's a bit older, it says that in another bizarre twist on Black Friday 2009, which actually we're coming up to Black Friday this year. I was waiting in line at a local Target store and broke out into conversation with another lady in line. We were talking, and this goes about like synchronicities, we were talking about Christmas shopping, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she mentioned that her brother had seen Santa Claus in his sleigh two years before. I stood with my mouth wide open because, like before maybe he saw Santa Claus, I stood with my mouth wide open because I couldn't believe it. Every Christmas Eve, I still think about him, and I look outside my window in hopes to get a glimpse. Thoughts, Amy? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's I mean, because we're talking about Santa Claus, right? It's like, yeah. yeah, we'll sit here. We'll talk about Bigfoot, you know, no problem. But it's like, oh, talking about Santa Claus being possibly like some, I'm getting like kind of like goosebumpies. I don't know if I'm, if you're getting goosebumpies, but um, like, yeah. I can, <laughs> it's hard for you. No, it's hard because yeah. like, if there's any children listening, like quiet their ears or leave them. I'm a parent, so I know that I'm Santa Claus. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yes. So I think that's where the layer of, like, mm, comes from. Because – but at the same time, I believe in things that are unseen and that we can't explain, right? Yes. Yeah, I do. And I believe in the magic of Christmas, and I believe yeah. in the, the spirit of Christmas and the energy of Christmas. So it makes me kind of wonder about, like, if that's a, a manifestation of, like, because we see what we – sometimes what we want to see or what we understand, yes. right? Like we often say like spirit uses our frame of reference and, and shows us something to get us to the thing. Even mm -hmm. if that thing is, is different than what they're trying to like, it's a different experience, but they know that we'll connect the dots if they show us something that we understand. Yes. So part of me thinks like, is that a, a, a manifestation of the energy and the magic of Christmas that we have associated with, a person. Mm -hmm. That's where my mind goes rather yeah. than like an actual, like real ghost of Santa ghost of Santa. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I can definitely see how this could be like a tulpa or like if yeah. millions of kids around the world, like truly, like if you asked any kid, most of them, right. They'd say, yeah, Santa Claus is real. Like you're, you're, <laughs> he's not real like yeah obviously of course I like I was I had Santa Claus is real with conviction right Me too like if that if you have that level of conviction and like we've talked about kids see things right that like we can't see we just talked about you know animals reality their reality being different I feel like the same thing is with kids you know our reality shifts as we get older right um so who is to say that maybe this isn't happening or like the kids aren't experiencing this <coughs> yeah know? and it just I'm thinking about like like obviously as a parent I know that I'm the one to leave the gifts under the tree right mm -hmm. but what I think it's about is like 
there's an energy, there's a spirit of Christmas that brings that into us, that makes us want to to give and makes us want to create all that magic, right? And that's the thing that everybody is tapping into yeah. to the point where it's just become like a celebrated holiday. Like there's not one person in the, in, on the earth that I think, even if they don't celebrate the Christmas, they know what Christmas is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I think it's that. I think it's and like then it's an manifesting. It's manifesting through us to be that jolly giving person, that kind person that, and and also like that we can, because we, if you really think about it, like again, as a parent, and I'm thinking to myself as a parent, like I create the magic for my kids every year, like with the decorations and the events and the traditions and all that stuff. Right. So it's like that, but that's manifestation because I'm creating the magic. If I didn't do it, those things aren't going to happen. Yeah. So I think in a way it's like to bring that, that magic into us as well to be like, you can create this. Mm -hmm. And we believe it at Christmas because we're just on autopilot. But like, if we carried that forward to other things I don't know that's just where my mind is going yeah. I don't know how you feel yeah uh, yeah I don't know there's also reports of like parents saying that the cookies are eaten and they didn't touch the cookies or their kids like they they woke up before their who who knows who knows I know yeah. my parents like literally did this one year like they went so far as to um put out uh um, like we would put out like carrots or we would put out some seeds and you'd get these like rabbit footprints or that looked like kind of hooves in the snow. And you'd think, Oh my God, that's Santa Claus's reindeer. And mm-hmm. they literally put like um, boot prints on the car- like carpet near the, the like that's, you know, and I'm like, I'm so there. That is how I want to be as a parent. Like I'm going to level yeah. it up, um, you know, but how do you explain some of these people that are like, I thought I saw this sleigh in the sky. It doesn't sound believable, but then neither Mm -hmm. do these UFO reports. And we're hearing about these things that are like, you know, we can't explain some of it. My mind constantly (laughs) goes to like, are like with with, when we're talking about UFOs, for instance, like, are those actual like physical vessels that are actually there or, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about this in one of the other episodes. It's like, if this is all the matrix and we are creating and projecting this story, like, is there, is, is that representative of something? Yeah. Is this our creation? Is Right. Is yeah. that like, is that really aliens coming here or is it our, um, is it a manifestation of like something within us going, Hey, there's more, there's more than you think there is. Mm-hmm. This is just a way to kind of wake us up to it. Yeah. To like other life. For- I, I don't know. Like, I don't I know either. Wait. I don't know. Right? Like, there's, there's that, um, did it happen in New Mexico or somewhere in Mexico? No, no, not in New Mexico. Um, Are you talking about the Unsolved Mysteries episode again? No, but did oh. they? Oh, maybe I missed it. But they talked about. Um, the whole episode on you, that, the newest these, season. Oh. Uh, maybe not that, but there's um somewhere in a different part of the world. Is it in Africa? Somewhere. Um, but these group of school children all saw all the children thought they saw the exact same thing, mm-hmm. and this big UFO, like this big spaceship craft, landed. Okay, and these aliens, quote unquote, these beings came out of this vessel, spoke to the kids telepathically. 
and mm-hmm. basically said, we need to, you guys need to start taking care of your planet. We're coming to you. Like things are going to happen. You need to really, st-. a lot of like UFO reports are about like the planet and like taking care of the planet. Right. And maybe that is, maybe that's our projection of being like, guys, we got to get our shit together. We got to change the planet. But all these kids saw the exact same thing. And, and people came in government officials, like air marshals, you know what I mean? To investigate, to like interview these kids. And if everybody's saying we saw the exact same, like, what is that? Is that, is that a, is I, you know, what is that? (laughs) What is it? You guys. I wonder about like, if I know this is like maybe you're going to be like really off the wall, but like if like what if aliens or like what we perceive as aliens are like the future us, like the future human? Yeah, yeah. There's that and too. There's that belief more in ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> there, no, but seriously, that's like a that's yeah. a belief in the in the UFO community that. <laughs> That very makes well sense be our future in some sort of weird way. Like, like that's the future human um, where we have figured out how to, cause, like my husband and I've had this talk recently because he goes, you're not one of those UFO people, are you? It was after I was watching the episode with Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> with, I don't know what kind of person I am. I'm very open-minded and like the more open-minded I become, the more I go, who am I to say that can't be possible? Um, so for me, I'm just like, what if, because he goes, well, yeah the amount of time it would take for them to come to us. Like, why, why would they do that? And I'm like, because what if they just figured out the space time continuum? Like, what if it was like a manifestation? Mm -hmm. Like I'm there, I'm there Mm -hmm. instantly. Like, what if it was that? Mm -hmm. Who are we to say that that's not right? And maybe these beings are, maybe they don't even look like that. Like maybe that's just because what our mind perceives these beings to look like, right? That, that, this is what they look like now that there's been so much TV, so many movies on, Oh, here are these alien grays or this is what they look like. Right. Big heads, small bodies, big eyes. So that's what we collectively, that's the imprint. That's the imprint. That's what we're perceiving. Like I've heard that collective imprinting before. Like when you talk about the witch wound and like Mm -hmm. witchcraft and things like that, like that collectively imprints on our subconscious and then it is just a thing. It's just like Santa. And I was, yeah, I was going to say that definitely explain all of these sightings. Yeah, there's okay. So I'm gonna, oh man. So there's one. Also, there's a few others. Oh my gosh. If there's actually a, quite a few sites that talk about this phenomenon. So if you are interested, highly encourage you guys just to take um, a, a quick googs um, and see what you can find. Um, but there's one uh, witness uh, that says that they woke up around two thirty in the morning to use the bathroom, and they saw Santa Claus sitting in a recliner eating a plate of cookies, um, saying they they silently tipped downstairs, peeked their head through on the corner to look in the riv- living room, and there was Santa Claus in the recliner eating the cookies uh, that they're left that was left in the tree, and the person said this guy was way too big to be my father. So you know who knows. There's another sighting. I know we're about with uh, running out of time, um, but there is. Oops, oops, lost it. There's a ne- another sighting. Um, so this apparently happened, I think, 2006. I don't know. This is what the date says, um, and it says three Christmases ago. I was coming home from my aunt's. We were having a, a party, and I was crying because one of my cousins told me that Santa wasn't real. Then we come around the corner of my street and there was a big red sleigh and reindeer sitting on my roof. Then Santa popped out of my chimney. 
I told everybody the next morning to see if they could remember, but they couldn't. But a couple of days ago, my dad went up on the roof to fix the leak and there were long straight lines across the roof. Um, I took a picture and showed it to my baby cousins and they told them always believe. So there we have like some, like even like a physical manifestation. Mm -hmm. So, okay. When I was a kid, and I remember like thinking, I know my parent, like even as I got o- older and I'm thinking about this, I know my parents and, and if you're listening, I know that you are. And if you tell me right now that, that this was you, then I will wipe this off and I will say, okay, this was you and I will believe it for sure. I was a little kid and who knows how old, but I woke up um, in the middle of the night. Oh, this is how I knew it wasn't. Okay, so I knew it wasn't my dad because I could hear, well, you know, maybe it it was him, but I could hear the TV on downstairs. Mm -hmm. So it was still kind of like that time, but I'm not kidding you. I heard like footprints, boot prints on the roof, like stepping, stepping, foot, footsteps, sorry, footsteps on, on the roof, right? We're on the top floor. The roof is literally like above mm-hmm. me, okay? Um, and I'm hearing these footprints. And then I'm not kidding. I heard bells, like sleigh bells. And I thought, oh, my God, he's here already. It's so early. Like, I was like, oh, like, Dad's not even asleep yet. <laughs> you know, why are you here? And I'm like, I better go back to sleep. And I quickly went back to sleep. But I'll never forget that. Like, that happened to me. And I, I kind of chalked it up. And I thought, oh, like... Maybe my dad did go up on the roof and maybe that was him. But, but like, like, also how likely would that be in how, like December? In right? December like, when it's snowy and it's so dangerous and my mom's yeah. asleep and like, yeah, right? And my roof isn't a flat roof, guys. It's slanted. Like it's a slanted roof. The chimney yeah. is one of those like really thin chimneys, right? Where it's yeah. like in that Tim Allen movie, right? He just, you see him kind of... Speaking of Tim Allen, there's a new new Santa Claus movie coming out. Did oh, I'm, I'm so stoked. So Wait, so is it a movie excited. or is it is it an, a TV series? I think it's a movie. It's a movie? Don't quote me on that. I, I, I interpreted it to be a new movie. Santa Claus. What is it called again? The Santa Clauses or something? I don't know what Santa it is. Santa Claus. Oh, I can't even see it. Oh, no, it's a mini series that's going to come out. Yeah. The Santa Clauses is, is a TV mini series. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a movie. Okay. So it's like a TV show kind of thing? Yeah. 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 I guess they're going to do oh, like however many episodes and it's going to be just a little bit of a series. Oh, I didn't know. Awesome. Which I love. I'm that means it's going to be longer than a movie. Up. Sorry. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. You know what? I've noticed that you brought up um, bells a few times and like hearing bells. Mm-hmm. And that just reminds me of. Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna share something that came up in a reading um anonymously, but I did a reading probably a month ago for somebody and um I brought up bells, I feel I feel I brought up bells like organically, like it came yeah. through. Um and then then the person also asked about bells, like um asked me to 
intuitively feel out like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but there was messages also around Christmas that came in in this reading and like a specific movie that was watched, um, you know, with a parent. And mm-hmm. um, I was like seeing the scene play, na- play out as if like to say like, still do that. I'll still be with you in spirit. Oh. Um, but the bells kept coming in and what I was feeling about this, like what I was channeling about it was that it was um, like, it was a clear audience way in which um her loved ones would say i'm close by so she would hear the bell like they weren't in her environment right yeah they were and that's what i I wonder like i wonder if when you heard the bells if it was clairaudient i'm hearing the bells like it might be hard to remember now because it's hard to honestly it but it just sounded like it was outside like it was and that's what we I say spirit it, is. It's like that echoey, right? When we hear things, it sounds echoey. As kids, we might not even know to like to decipher like whether or not something's in our environment no. or we're hearing it clear audiently. It might be just the same thing to us, right? Like where we're not discerning between the two. But yeah, it was interesting because there was a Christmas kind of message, but then also bells. And like, this is the way in wow. which I make my presence known as you hear the little jingle bells. Maybe it was collectively my ancestors being like you better get your butt to sleep <laughs> maybe it's a collective manifestation like yeah I, but it I don't could know. be who who knows yeah. all i know yeah. is that it's i was like holy crap santa claus is real i gotta go back to bed otherwise i won't get any gifts <laughs> christmas is so magical it is so magical although you know I what was like- go ahead sorry no, I was just going to say when I was a kid, like I was hardcore, like I still am hardcore yeah. Christmas, but I mean, I always say to myself, like, I wish, like, I remember saying to my mom, like the days when I believed in Santa, like, mm. like I wish that I could have that magic again. Like there's just like beyond. Like, Amy, the magic. you still can. Santa's a told. I know. And that's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> I can manifest that for myself here. Like, right. Like just a change in perspective. Cause that was completely magical. Yeah. Yeah. And my, like my grandfather would, um, he would like, I, he had a very deep voice. Um, and I, I thought it was Santa. I really did. But he would call me, he would call my friends, my neighbor, like the neighborhood kids. He'd get everybody's phone number. And he called me every Christmas Eve. And I swore that was Santa. Like he, you were like my grandfather's Santa. I'm like, Santa is calling me on the phone, you know, like, and it was amazing. It was such an amazing thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. He was up, and and the people that like my friends that he did that for too, they're like, I'll never forget that because I really thought that was Santa Claus. Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. Yeah, that's it. Are we? Do you want to pull a card? You. Yeah, let's pull a card from this um Seasons of the Witch Yule Oracle. So the I I'm doing this. Aaron doesn't have a Christmas deck, so I just figured I would do this for the yeah. collective. Take one for the team. Okay, I love it. It's card 38. I Does it say Santa Claus is real? <laughs> Sorry. No, but hold on. What page is this going to be on? Card I would 38. laugh so hard. You would die? I would, I would die. Okay, that's 37. That's 38. Okay. Telling stories. Aww. <laughs> Look at that. They're at the fireplace, the chimney. Really um, cute. It's really cute. It says, keywords, truth, speaking up for yourself, 
Um, so this is just a collective message for whenever you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. What words so tender can be spoken so bravely unless they are true from the truest of words? Stories have been passed down for generations for millennia. This is what we we're talking about a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, stories keep traditions alive, giving mm-hmm. voice to loved ones past and teaching us valuable lessons to carry into adulthood. One of these lessons is the power of speaking your truth and knowing where you come from. There is power in what you say and what you have And when you have pulled telling stories, you are being guided to be mindful of the words you send out into the world. This blows my mind because I don't know if it was this episode or another one. I feel like it was another one we recorded today um, in which I said, we're just, it was the update one where we're just going to give an update. And then I stopped myself and I said, we're not just doing anything. We're giving an update because I've been really mindful about the words that I'm putting out, right? Yep. It's not just anything. Yes, like yes, that's yes, diminishing yes, yes. what it is. So interestingly enough, this is kind of validating that about mm. the importance of being mindful of like the words you put out into the world. Are you using words to encourage or to hurt? Mm. Do you speak of yourself and others with kindness and compassion or are the stories you tell full of low vibrational energies? Your words, we've talked about words and thoughts creating. Your words control more than you think. A compliment can change someone's day. An affirmation can remind you of a commitment you've made to yourself to change an outdated belief. And of course, yeah. there are stories you tell about yourself. The words you say internally are even more important than the words you say out loud. This card guides you to speak to yourself with only self-love and self-worth. I love it. I lo- and that's so the true. spirit of Santa Claus. Yep. Yes. And the traditions and passing it on. And I, I felt like that was such a nod to the archetype. Of yeah, really, really, really beautiful. I love that so much. Yeah, Thank you. I love it too. Ah. You're welcome. I've got goosies. Goosies. <laughs> Thanks for leading this episode and all the research you did on Krampus. Oh, yeah. There's so much research. Santa. I was up yeah, but if, yeah it, research is kidding. huge. Like if anybody wants to go down the rabbit hole and research something. Oh, yeah, please. Cool. Yeah, there's like yeah. a few. I think like uh, there's uh, there was one article too. Uh, the Bo- the Boston Globe. I think they had they talk about it too. There's an article there. Um, there's another article that I pulled up called StrangeDimensions.com. Talks about all these all these sightings. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to. Oh, and they also talk about bells. There's a lot of bell stuff here. Yeah. <laughs> I literally like scroll down and it just was bells, silver bells. Just pops there's up. Something there then, yeah. Yeah, it says many Santa Claus encounters, including several of those shared by Wagner, involve hearing sleigh bells. Wow. Cool. All wow, right. Yeah. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual. Don't forget to like, comment on what you would like to hear us talk about next and subscribe.